This is Lothar Tuppen, and you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Previously on Wormwood, Dr. Xander Crow's strange visions of a dead woman have brought him to the small town of Wormwood. At the same time as Xander's arrival, the mysterious figure known as the Muddy Man apparently attacked teenagers Rachel Nolan and Jacob Kidder. Jacob awoke the next morning with no knowledge of what had happened. In town, Dr. Crow's ramblings about a drowned woman were met with confusion, as no one had been drowned in Wormwood for 70 years. Meanwhile, Emily Saunders reconsiders her affair with innkeeper Hank Mason after a confrontation with her husband, Brent. Tragedy forced Dr. Sander Crow down the dark pathways of the occult, and he was transformed. Now, chasing the vision of a dead woman, Dr. Crow finds himself in the haunted town of Wormwood, where evil lurks in the shadows and stains the souls of its inhabitants. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 4, Inquisition, written by Jeremiah Allen. Journal of Dr. Xander Crow. I have been in Wormwood for approximately one day and a half now, and I'm no nearer to the drowned girl than I was when I arrived. Nothing seems to connect. The pieces are here. I can feel it. Never mind, it's rubbish. I'm here now outside the Kitter House in hopes of a breakthrough. Something absolutely has to give. Dr. Menno let it slip that Jacob Kitter has been at the heart of some very interesting phenomena. And I don't believe this is mere coincidence. One tiny, half-deserted town can't be hogging all the monstrous supernatural events of the universe now, can it? For the record, that's the sound of an ottoman being thrown from a second-story window. I think I've come to the right place. No one minds if I just pop my head in, do they? Just let myself in. Bloody hell! Ah, well, who in their right mind puts a Madagascar palm in the living room in October anyway? Hello? Anybody home? You've got some uh, furniture in your front garden and I was wondering if I might be of service. You know, Ottoman clean-up and removal is my speciality. I also do birthday parties and bar mitzvahs. Just get out of my house. Ah. 
Forgive me for letting myself in, but locked doors are generally an inconvenience that I leave to others. You are Jacob Kitter, right? The Jacob Kitter. And a fan of carrying around baseball bats, I see. I'm a Jacob Kitter. Now get out of my house before I call the cops. I wouldn't recommend it. The law enforcement in this town doesn't appear to be very useful. If you're worried about security, your best bet would be a dog. A really big dog. Maybe an electric fence or two. What do you want? Just to talk, Jacob. I'm looking for a dead girl, you see. And I think you might know her. Oh, jeez, Jexel, I don't know. Give him some prune juice or something. Prune juice? Wouldn't that just make him pull a lot? Oh, right, 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 that's for constipation. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, he's hurting something bad. Well, you tell Jonesy it's his own damn fault for eating so many peppers. Well, I mean, he is in our custody, isn't he? All right. I guess you're right, as long as he's a guest of the county. Well, we threw him in there as much for his own good as anyone, so he can show a little appreciation. Oh, I don't know. Look, look, I'm at home. I'll have Lynette make up some peanut butter sandwiches or something, all right? That ought to stick. All right, I'll let him know. I see your cruiser parked out front, so I know you're home working on official police business of some kind. Oh, here, let, let me give you a hand with those bags, Lynette. Oh, this is it. Your sweet offering, and I'm in shock because of it. Oh, there you go, making me out to be the typical no-good husband. Oh, poor you, is it? Do you want me to stroke your ego right here, or would you rather hand me the produce from that bag of groceries and take control of redeeming your shortcomings as a family? Look, I could be one of those cops you see on TV, always on the case, only home long enough for a shower or a shave and to find you in bed with another man. Now, do beets go in the, the icebox? I forget. Here, let them soak for a while. Now, what's the matter with you? Sitting at home like you are, watching a tape of an old game. You're trying to wrap your head around something, and don't try to tell me nothing's got you all worried, because I know how you think. I tell you, hun, this is shaping up to be the biggest headache since the Tarlington game. <laughs> That game was 25 years ago, and you're still fixated. Yeah, well, you told me you fell in love with me at that game. Well, you did have a good arm. But really, I think it was more about our mutual hatred for Tarlington. <laughs> we were a pair of wild teenagers. And I got you pregnant. You remember that, Lynette? Tom, we can reminisce, or we can wallow. But let's keep it all pleasant enough not to ruin a good dinner tonight. Oh, damn it. I'm not trying to start a fight. Is all of this about Rachel Nolan missing? Now, how do you know about that, Lynette? I haven't released any public statement of any... I don't think the Nolans are on your payroll when they're talking. I suppose you can't blame them for being concerned. But if you ask me, they don't have anything to worry about. That girl, Rachel, has run away more times than anyone can tally. And from what I hear... The wife of the town sheriff is not supposed to spearhead a gossip group in the town square. Jesus, Lynette, how many times... Do I... I have to tell you that I do not gossip? I do not. 
I just take an interest in the lives of my neighbors. Something you could do a little bit more of considering your line of work. I'm not even going to humor you on that one. Well... And I suppose you know all about Jacob Kidder, don't you? What happened to him? You don't already know? Well, isn't that a surprise? Now wait a minute. Jacob and Rachel were inseparable. Oh, come on. Don't let those wheels start turning in your head. I wouldn't be surprised one bit if Jacob was hot on her heels. Who would blame him for wanting to escape his home life? Well, what does that mean? Well, what have you heard? Mm, he's a good kid, I suppose. A little bit the social miscreant, perhaps. But from talk around the butcher shop, I gather that the kidders have been poking around, looking for couples interested in a key party. Now, how five years ago is that, even in our town? My God, Lynette! It makes sense. They're never home, day or night. They leave that teenage boy alone in that big house while they're off rubbing elbows and whatnot. Look, I stop it! This isn't helping! It's one thing for us to feed each other tidbits about rumors here and there as a means for small talk, but this is serious stuff. Or it might be if I could just figure it all out. You're right. So... There is nothing wrong with Jacob Kidder. Lynette, if you spread this around to anyone in your club or about town, I swear that I'll... I don't even know what the... Jacob's fine. But there was a cow incident yesterday morning. Marks the third field slaughter in just a couple of weeks. But this time, I found Jacob sleeping in his guts. What? He doesn't know how he got there or remember anything about the day before other than skipping school with Rachel Nolan. Well, well, he's on drugs. Do you think maybe he could have done something to her? No. What if she didn't run away? What if her body turns up in a ditch? No, 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 no. Let's not think that yet. Not with her repeated history and all. You haven't told me about this Dr. Xander Crow who showed up in town the other day looking for a dead girl. Yeah, I know. Why don't you just get rid of him, Tom? Run him out of Wormwood. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure I can. Talking about someone dying isn't a crime. If he didn't kill Rachel Nolan, then he's stirring everyone up is what he's doing. Surely there's an ordinance Look, I, I've got my eye on him. Don't you worry, okay? Ah, that's a good talk. I should get back to work. Do you, do you need any more help? Honey, you'd be surprised at the things I do without your help. Mr. Crow. Doctor! Sorry, I mean, doctor. My education was extremely expensive, and I mean to get my money's worth. What exactly do you do? Good question, Jacob. I used to listen to people. So, you're like a shrink? Until I realized that some things go a little deeper than when Daddy touched you when you were little. What do you mean? I think you know what I mean, Jacob. Tell me about the girl Rachel. They think she ran away. But you disagree. Well, I... She would have told me. And then... That day, but... I don't know. It was probably just a shadow. Shadows can hurt you, Jacob. Whatever your parents told you was a myth is not a myth. The Muddy Man is just a story. What's the Muddy Man? You know. He comes and steals your children. It's just... Uh, what do you call it? An urban legend? Did this man take Rachel? I don't know. 
I need to know about Rachel. I need to know what's happened to her and why you are still here. I don't want to talk about this anymore. What aren't you telling me? Nothing. Nothing, okay? I, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you're here. None of this makes any sense. How did you even get in here? Jacob, do you mind if I tape this for my assistant back home? People like you have assistants? That's how we do things in the civilized world, Jacob. Now, the tape recorder. I don't know. Jacob, please. I wish to help you. Yeah, okay. I guess so, Mr. Crow. Whatever it... If it helps you find Rachel... How hard is it to get people to remember the word doctor in this town? Sorry. Let's just get on with it then, shall we? How do I know you're for real? Does it matter? I don't know why this is happening. Jacob, I'm going to show you something right now. You see this hand? You're wearing a glove. And now I'm going to take it off, and I hope you have a strong stomach. Oh my... Oh my god. It's... Dead? Lovely, isn't it? What's it covered in? Tallow. Wax. Long story. This is my burden. Because I have seen things, like you. Do you understand me? Not really. Well, then... I just asked that you listen to me. My visions drew me to Wormwood, and now some very strange things are happening to you. Your friends are missing, and I don't think this is a coincidence. There is something very bad going on here, and I have to find out what it is before anyone loses their life. You don't think Rachel's... I don't know what Rachel is at this point. I'm still trying to figure it out. I just know that we're soon due for a drowning, and your girlfriend has suddenly gone missing. She's not my girlfriend. She should be if she's making you throw furniture out of the window. How are you going to explain that to your parents? I'm not explaining anything to them. They don't care about me. They don't care about Rachel being gone. The only thing they do anymore is go to their stupid book club and talk about how ugly the neighbor's house is. And Americans wonder why their prisons are so full. Now, Jacob, before things get too heavy, I need you to tell me your full name. You already know my name. For the record. For the tape recorder. My name is Jacob James Kidder. Have you any idea why your parents named you Jacob James? Oh, well... Yeah, my mom just sort of closed her eyes and flipped through the Bible and stuck her finger down. Wherever it landed, she took the closest name. She told me once how glad she was that I wasn't a Judas Ecclesiast or something. That's <laughs> very interesting, Jacob. Do you know why? I don't know. I always thought it was a pretty boring name myself. It's interesting because the name Jacob means supplanter. And do you know what James means? I don't even know what supplanter means. A supplanter is one who takes the place of another, usually through a wrongful or illegal seizure. James also means one who supplants. So, Jacob. I wonder, of all the names in the Bible for your mother to randomly select, does it not seem to you like fate was trying to send a message? I don't know. Neither do I, but it's interesting nonetheless, isn't it? How old are you, Jacob? I'm 16. I'll be 17 in June. Are you or have you ever smoked marijuana or use any narcotics? I, I've, ne I've never even smoked a cigarette. Do you drink alcohol? Once or twice. Rachel and I... Hmm. We're never really... Thought we needed to have fun. Stay with me here, Jacob. What did she look like? What did Rachel look like? She was pretty, you know. Not like girls in magazines, but she was smart and... I guess she was average, but she wasn't. No, I mean, is she blonde? Blonde hair, blue eyes, innocent face. Is that her? Yes. Do you have a picture of her, Jacob? Do you have a picture of Rachel? 
I somewhere. Uh, here, I got a picture of her from uh, Freshman Social. Well, this isn't her! But you said she had blonde hair and blue eyes. Rachel's got blonde hair and blue eyes, and now she's gone. This isn't the drowned girl. I'm sorry for wasting your time. What? What are you doing? Rachel Nolan isn't the girl I'm supposed to find. I'm leaving. I've still got a drowned girl to locate. Good day. You can't go. You can't leave now. I said good day. Hmm? You do well to remove your hands from my jacket. No! You can't just come in here and say that you're going to find Rachel and then get up and leave because she's not your stupid drowned girl. You're not leaving until you help me. Mr. Kitter, I appreciate the fact that you're grieving, but there's nothing I can do for your friend. She's already missing. What I need to do right now, this instant, is find the other girl before she goes missing too. Permanently. Where there is no coming back. There's still hope for Rachel. There won't be for the other. Now, if you would be so kind as to move away from the door so that I can leave, you'd be doing us both a favor. in the sky. But first, we got... Xander Crow. Fancy meeting you here. Sheriff Bradley. You feel like telling me where you think you're going, Dr. Crow? Why, I'm going back to my room at the quaint little inn that you recommended. Mind telling me why you were paying the kidders a visit? I don't suppose their old family friends would work for you. Look, Doc, you strike me as a decent fellow, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't have to say that you picked an odd time to be visiting Jacob Kidder. Got anything you want to tell me? Is there something in the water here that keeps you people standing in my way so I can't get where I'm going? I'm just a tourist, Sheriff, trying to get back to my hotel room. A tourist in search of a dead girl? You know, this pretentious attitude you're sporting is really starting to become a pain in my ass. I'm just trying to keep things nice and orderly here, and it seems to me that chaos just follows you around. Sheriff, it's not my fault that you can't keep your town in order. Look, just tell me this. What are you doing at the killer's house? Complete accident, I assure you. My assistant, Sparrow, found a lovely pastry shop here in town, you see, but she sent me the wrong address. The gentleman inside was kind enough to direct me back towards the main stretch of downtown, which was a tremendous gift of kindness because I'm currently craving strawberry Danish like cocaine. Look, do you really think that just because you're from the city you can just spin whatever stories you want? I don't buy your little act, Doc, and I've got my eye on you, you hear? Bravo, Sheriff! You've got the scarily outsider routine down pat, hmm? I'm really not the guy you want to cross, Crow. Seems to me you might actually want to try making some friends in town. So far, your track record's not so good. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was a bit more. <laughs> so, we're done now, right? Is that right? Doc, I got a feeling we're not going to be done until you're back on the freeway pointing toward Los Angeles. Duly noted, Sheriff. Did I mention I've got some vacation time coming up? Wormwood does appear to be rather lovely this time of the year, so I think I might be around for a little while yet.
You told the sheriff that throwing the footstool out the window was an accident. Rachel! Rachel, where have you been? No! Don't touch me! Uh, I'm sorry, Rachel. I, I was just so happy to no. see you that I... No, Jacob. It's not your fault. I just... I don't want to be touched right now. I can't. I... What, what happened to you, Rachel? Where have you been? You, I mean, you look like you've been sleeping outside. I don't know where I've been, Jacob. I can't remember. The last thing I remember, we were going out to that old house in the field, and... The next thing I know, I'm running as fast as I can to get here to see you. I didn't even think about going home. I just knew that I needed to see you, and... I can't remember anything either. Did Xander Crow do something to you? I don't even know what an Xander Crow is. I, I'm just happy to see you, Jacob. I've been so scared, and I... No! Please, don't touch me! I can't! Did somebody hurt you, Rach? If somebody hurt you, I'll... I don't know. I'm fine. I don't need a doctor. I just... No, 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 no. What? My parents are back from the library. We gotta get out of here before they see the window. There's no way I'd be able to explain it or you or the, the sheriff or... Okay, we just gotta go. Rach, come on, come but on. But I, I, I... But I got my cell phone. We'll go back out to the old field house and we'll see if either of us can remember anything. We're on our own, Rach. Nobody's gonna help us this time. Come on! Continued on the next episode of Wormwood. Created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers, Wormwood is an original podcast produced by Habit Forming Films, LLC, featuring the cast of Season 1 characters, Arthur Russell as Dr. Sander Crow, Sonia Peronzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason, Mr. Brezier, Phineas Tibbert, and your announcer, Rob Grindlicker as Sheriff Tom Bradley and Steve Haskell, Coralie Nickars as Emily Saunders and Deidre Frost. Scott Olenek as Jacob Kidder, Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan, Dave Johnston as Deputy Wayne Drexel, Zachary Fawkes as Brent Saunders and Charles Edison, Cheyenne Besides as Lamora Haskell and Katrina Edison, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Luke Gannon as Dr. Pete Menno, and Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. Sound effects engineered by Chris Sahakian. This week's episode includes the music track Disease by Under the Radar. For more details, visit www.listenundertheradar.com. Copyright 2007, Habit Forming Films, LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast and writers and individual episode credits, visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town.
shadows can hurt you, Jacob. Whatever your parents told you was a myth is not a myth. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together. <laughs>